Hey guys, welcome to Showing Up with Grit and Grace. My name is Katrina and I'm here to walk with you as we navigate the different seasons of life together. In this podcast, expect real talk, a little tough love, and motivation as we take action toward living our best life. Just think of me as your new BFF. Let's go. Oh my goodness, buckle up for this episode because I am fired up. I just got done running. I've had some pre-workout and I have been doing things lately that are filling my cup and that are just so connected to my why and so connected to my passion and things that fill me up. And it has just been, it's been great. So this weekend, I had the opportunity to speak to a group of young girls. So a mom had reached out to me. And when I say a mom, um, a mom that I had connected with through the school I used to work at, who knew me as a teacher, um, she connected with me and reached out and was like, hey, my daughter's struggling with X, Y, and Z. And actually her friends are too would you be able to like help or talk to them or, you know, and and we had this conversation and I'm like, hold that thought. Let me brainstorm and I'll get back to you. So then we came up with this idea that, um, she was going to like host like a party, you know, how you invite people over for like a birthday party or whatever. She was going to host a party at her house and her daughter was going to invite like all her friends. And it was kind of just a whoever got invited thing. And I was just going to kind of just talk about some stuff. Right. And, Um, that turned into, oh my gosh, there's a need for this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun and fill my cup. And, um, just how, how much I can actually, like, I have tools up my sleeve. I have ideas. I have the skills to teach these young girls. And so I turned that into, um, a membership. And so I'll talk more about that later, but like, I took that idea and I ran with it because that is totally where I'm at right now in life. I mean, I am in this take action on ideas, messy, messy action, right? Progress over perfection action. Um, But when this idea came up, I was like, yes, I'll do it. Of course. Like how fun to teach a group of, you know, little preteen and teenage girls And then also like, okay, how can I continue this because there's a need for it. And just like you don't get in shape after one workout, you can't talk about this kind of stuff once and then you're fine, right? One session in therapy, you're not cured. One salad, you're not, you know, at like you don't drop 10 pounds. So um, these little girls are just struggling with big feelings and they, some of them use the word quote unquote depressed, um, friend problems, just stuff like that. Right. And that's heavy. And when we're young to carry that, that's heavy. Right. And I was so pumped to be able to serve these girls. Um, because it's like these years can really make or break people. I know there are so many women right now. If you were like, Hey, how was middle school for you? They would probably say negative things, right? Um, and high school too, those years can be very tough, but I guess what's cool is they don't have to be. And like, let's be honest, when we all went through middle school, high school, and when I say we all, I'm going to assume you're my age or older or a little bit younger, but like close to, you know, thirties, forties, 20, late twenties, I don't know. But when we went through school, 
I don't know that mental health was really such a a buzz, right? It, it definitely wasn't as common to talk about mental health, in my opinion. I might be totally off, but this is my opinion. Um, but also, too, podcasts weren't really a thing when we went through school. I mean, listen, you can't get your stream your podcast on your pink Razor phone, let's be real, or your Nokia with Big Pimpin as the ringtone that's like virtual or virtual digital tones, not really the real song. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, you can't get podcasts on that, right? Personal development. I feel like that's just been within the past, like what, 10, 10 years. I don't know. It, it just all wasn't as common. And I think if we would have had any of those tools that we have now, I, I really think that our middle school and high school years would be completely different, right? I mean, think about just how different things are when like we have everything at our fingertips. You don't know something, you can Google it, right? So so I, I now that we have it, let's like use it as a tool and and use it to serve us, right? What also is weird to me is like we have all this at our fingertips. Not it's not weird. I know why we have this problem, but we have all this stuff at our fingertips and yet we the way we consume social media and the way we can like use our phones and stuff is most of the time it seems like it's like doing us a disservice but there really are so many tools and so many things ways to use social media ways to use electronics to serve us and help us thrive um and so that's like just a shift in our perspective right but when i started doing this kind of work Okay, when I started working on myself, when I started just kind of learning how can I move my body, how can I make that work for me, how can I eat differently, not just like shit all the time, junk food all the time, how can I kind of get organized, wake up with a purpose, how can I challenge myself, help myself if I have anxiety. When I started doing this kind of work, I saw the change that it had on me and I saw the change that it had on my relationships and, and the way I just showed up every day, right? And as I was a teacher at the time, so I immediately started sharing this stuff with my students. And I'm telling you, and I, I've said this before, I think my last few years of teaching were just my absolute strongest. I'm sure I can say that it's because I was more experienced than my first year of teaching, but I'm, I'm going to really give a lot of the credit to the fact that I was working on me and so I had more skills to serve my students. I was working on me and so I showed up um, with a better attitude. I was working on me so I had more energy or I was more open-minded. And so I immediately started sharing this stuff with my kids and I, I was excited to be able to give them tools to help them navigate if they feel overwhelmed or like even stuff like an agenda. You know, it is bumping heads if you're trying to get a fifth grader, an eighth grader, whoever, to try to write in their agenda, right? But I know that it really is a helpful tool. And so if I can get excited and teach them about how to use that to serve them, because I've done it and I can show them mine, then we're bringing purpose to this and it really is something that, that will help them, right? So we can't control these mean kids or these bad experiences or whatever that can happen in middle school and high school and in these years. But what we can do is give them tools to help them navigate all these years, right? And I keep saying these years, middle school, teenage years, whatever you want to call it, preteen years, their phase of life they're in right now. 
So if they're doing work for themselves and by work, like I don't necessarily expect a fifth grader to have like a workout routine, right? I don't, so it's like some of like the same stuff that I talk about, but um, it's geared toward them, right? But self-awareness and what their strengths and weaknesses are and how to um, challenge yourself and strategies to cope and deal with big emotions and negative feelings and how you can incorporate joy into things that aren't fun, but you have to do them anyways. Like if we can do that stuff and give that to them, then we're helps helping set them up for success, not only through like these teenage years, but also like for life, right? And so I'm so excited that I created this group and I get to offer this group to young girls and I'll put the stuff in the show notes, but you can go to katrinamcmurtry.com slash work with me if you have a daughter or a niece or a young girl in your life that you think needs this. But here's the thing. If we are doing the work on ourselves as mamas and as women, then we are more equipped to help these young girls in our lives, daughters, teens, students, nieces, cousins, right? Like I don't expect everybody listening to this podcast to be a mom. However, I know everyone in this podcast knows a young woman or even I'm, I'm talking about young women just because they're on my mind, but even your best friend or something, right? If we are doing this work ourselves, we are setting the example for these young girls. They see us. If we're doing this work ourselves, we're better equipped to help them. And it's like genuine, authentic because we just did it and now we can share it with them. Does that make sense? Not that, not I'm saying that, um, you know, when we help girls, like you can always offer advice, but it's so different when you're like, oh my gosh, I just went through this, right? It, it's just, it's it hits different. And I know it's so difficult to get mamas and I'm going to talk to mamas for a second. It's so difficult to get mamas on board with this like self-care and stuff. And I know that it's on everyone's heart. I know that everybody in the back of your mind, you're like, yep, I know I need to get more sleep. I know that I need to eat a little differently, or I know that moving my body helps or like we all know, but it's difficult to get, um, women and mamas on board with some of this stuff. Um, because we have these limiting beliefs, right? And I'll talk on that in a second, but I just want to throw this out there and this really hits home. And I saw something the other day about this on um, Instagram. You know, we've got this mentality of like, I do anything for my kids. And there are parents out there who would absolutely do anything for their kids. We all would, right? We want to pave the way for them, right? But this also of like, I would die for my kids. Heck yes, right? You would use your body as a shield if you had to. But here's the real thing. Would you live for your kids? And by live, like fully live, not wake up every day and go for the, go through the motions, right? I, I don't want, I, I want like fully living, okay? Now, I hope you're tearing up because this can get me, I gotta, I gotta really focus so I don't cry because this can get me too. But part of, I've talked about having a why. I've talked about like, connecting with your why and that's like a great way if you struggle with motivation connecting with your why is so good but putting an emotional connection to your night why so not just like oh my why is I just want to be a size two because size twos look better than size eights 
or whatever, if that's your why, or I just want to be 140 pounds because that's what I was in high school and I know I'd be happier if I were 140 pounds. If that's your why, it's not deep. It's surface level. It's not deep. It doesn't pull at your heartstrings, okay? And it's like, that can be your goal. I'm not dogging on you, but it doesn't pull at your heart. It doesn't connect to what you're really what what's really in there okay so when we think about our why and we think about okay i want to reach me as a mama right now me katrina mcmurtry my why i have a big why i have a really big why and i feel like it just keeps growing and it just keeps getting stronger but my why ever since i had a little girl is that i want my little girl to learn to love herself and not learn it when she's in her 30s. I want my little girl to know she's enough and not learn that when she's in her 30s. I want her to know that and learn it because she sees it from her mom. I want my little girl to speak her mind. What is that that Ruth Bader Ginsburg says? Speak your mind even if your voice shakes. I want her to know that. And it doesn't matter what other people think. But she won't learn these kinds of things unless she sees it modeled and reinforced. And that's part of my assignment, right? I want to empower women. I want them to be confident. It lights me up so much to see confident women. It lights me up so much because I'm like, yes, she knows what she wants. She's sure of herself and she doesn't need anyone else's approval. Yes, that lights me up so much, but you don't see as many women like that. You see the women who are like, oh gosh, I, my hair's, in my, oh, I'm a hot mess. Oh, I, I'm, I'm so overweight. Oh, I'm bloated. Oh, I shouldn't have done. You see the insecurities and the, the lack of confidence and, and that breaks my heart. We're all beautiful and we all have so many strengths and we all have so many incredible talents and qualities. And instead we go straight for our insecurities and our flaws, which are what make us beautiful. And so my why as well is that I want to reach and serve as many women as I can so that they can shift that perspective, shift that mindset, love themselves right where they're at, even if they want to reach for more. And then here's what's awesome. The more women who live life that way, the more women who practice positive self-talk and who love themselves and who take care of themselves and who are proud of themselves, the more women that have that, the more that trickles down to our youth, the more their friends see it, the more women in their circle see it, and then the more women live that, right? And that is part of my goal. And so I'm on this mission to meet you where you're at. I've got podcasts and courses and memberships. I'm do I'm I'm just going to keep creating till I can reach as many people as I can. I plan like when I look at my big big vision and I just met with a a coach, I think that was last week. I'm hosting events, y'all. I'm doing retreats. We are doing it because us women need to feel like we're not alone. We want to belong. We want so much. We just sometimes get stuck and get in our own way and have all these reasons why we can't have more. And I'm going to help you break that. That's part of my goal. I'm working on that and I'm just going to keep throwing all sorts of stuff out there. I'm having a challenge. I'm having a membership, a course. I'm 
just come to my house. No, not really, but maybe I'm just trying to reach as many women as I can because that is just so on my heart. So that's just part of my why. I could keep going, but all of that stuff lights me up so much. And when I talk about it, I can get teary eyed. And so if you're a mama or you have young girls in your life, I want you to think about what would it mean to live for those girls? Show them what that really means. Not shame yourself, not talk badly about yourself, not call yourself a hot mess. Are you allowed to be a hot mess every once in a while? You absolutely are. So if you show them that just because you had an off day, that means you're just totally a hot mess, right? Or if you show them that just because you ate the cake at the birthday party, now you're just fat and bloated and the world is ending, they see that. They see it. And so I I just want to, the, the whole language around it all and stuff, I just want to keep serving us um, and keep helping us with our perspective around that because we are not what we eat. We are not what our flaws are. We are our strengths and everything too. And so I I just want to keep doing that. But it's so much easier for moms to sign their daughters up than sign themselves up, right? I have this membership and I got, I have so many moms that are so pumped to sign their daughters up because their daughters need it. And I'm, I, that's awesome. But what else kills me is like, why can't you have it too? Why, like, why are our daughters wearing Lululemon, uh, leggings and we're wearing target leggings right like why can't well i get why we both can't have lululemon leggings but you know where i'm going with that why can't we both do the things right we don't i know that we want to give to our kids but i can't think of a better way to give to our kids than our kids seeing a mama who loves herself who's proud of herself who takes risks who follows her heart who who does what she wants and goes after what she wants and is proud of what she's what she's done and what she's becoming and who she's becoming, right? So I just am like, okay, why can't there be both, right? So then I think, man, if I could create a space to serve both, to serve these young and older, and by older, I just mean you're not a teenager anymore. I'm like, wow, that would be so cool to reach all the levels of females, Right? And then we've got something to bond over if it's like you and your daughter and we can celebrate each other and we can problems. Oh, I I just get so excited about all this. But I understand the idea of like wanting what's best for your kids. And my goodness, I'm totally there. I am in the thick of motherhood as well. I don't have the teenagers yet, but I got a one and a half year old who's getting there. She's close. (laughs) But I just was bringing attention to this because mamas, I want you. and, And I guess I keep saying mamas, but really any of you who have young women in your life, right? And it, it nieces count, students count, neighborhood, little neighborhood girls down the road count. They all count, right? I want you to think of how much they see you. And I'm not just talking to you mamas. I'm serious. So when I was a teacher, I remember one day I came into school and I had white fingernails. I had just painted my fingernails white. I'm telling you, the very next day, three girls in my class had white nails. And by the way their body language was rocking those white nails, they were proud of those white nails. And they were pumped to have white nails like Mrs. McMurtry. They see you. They do. And I got, I had little boys who would notice my hair or jewelry or stuff like so I'm, I know I'm speaking all to girls, but they all see us. So if you have a son in your life, they see you too. And think about what 
the little boys in our life are learning, if they see a strong woman, if they see a woman who is confident, if they see a woman who goes after her dreams, what kind of husbands are we raising then, right? Our little boys grow up to be good husbands, right? Just stuff like that. And so there's no, there's no con to working on yourself. I can't think of a drawback other than it might be uncomfortable. And we're uncomfortable no matter what. There's hard every day. We just have to choose our hard, right? So ladies, they see us and they notice us. And they notice how we talk about other people and how we talk about ourselves and the habits we have and how we treat ourselves. They notice all of it. They notice all of it. So my real question, I guess, is like, what's holding you back? What's holding you back from doing what's on your heart? And I I love taking us through all this self-awareness work. I love doing self-awareness work because it all starts with taking inventory on where we're at. And so what's holding you back? That's our self-awareness today. What is holding you back? We've got some serious limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. A limiting belief is just a story you tell yourself. And because you tell yourself that story, the brain believes it. And then we find evidence to support it. And we just stay there until we break through that limiting belief until we decide, you know what, actually, I don't like that limiting belief. It's bullshit. And I want to create a different one that serves me. So we all have these limiting beliefs. We just have to identify them, pay attention to what story you're telling yourself, and then get through it, right? Some of these limiting beliefs include, but are not limited to, I'm just so tired. I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. My kids this, my kids that, whatever we say about our kids, right? I really wish I could, but, oh, I want to, but I have no motivation. I'm just not motivated enough. I'm too old. I can't afford it. It's too overwhelming. I don't even know where to start. Or we hold on to what we used to be able to do. And because we used to be able to do it, but now we know it's been a long time since we've done that thing, now we won't even try because we can't do it like we once did. And that, I think, a lot of times comes up with like working out. Oh, I used to be able to run five miles. Oh, I used to be able to whatever. Or I used to be able to eat all this shit and still be skinny or whatever it was. We have all of these limiting beliefs. So what limiting beliefs are you telling yourself and then we can work on reframing those and, and getting those out of our life. We don't need those in our life. If it is not serving you, it does not need to be in your language. It doesn't need to be in your thoughts. We need to get rid of it. But pay attention to what you're telling yourself because it's all bullshit. Every bit of it's bullshit. You're not too old. Your kids are not what's holding your back. And actually, your kids can be what lights you up and what motivates you to start. You're not too busy. You're just spending your time in different ways. So there are so many things I know that I said something you can relate to. I know I I did because those are the most common ones that all of us women have. So I've been there too. I've literally said almost all of these things. I really have. And then I stumbled upon the whole idea about limiting beliefs, how they're not really true and how actually you can just change it if you want to. Like, it doesn't have to be your truth. And I'm like, wait, so what? I can just not believe it anymore? Yeah, actually, that's true. Limiting beliefs, you don't Google it and it's like a fact. It's actually just a bullshit story that you made up to keep yourself right where you're at so you don't have to do the work or because you don't want to do the work or because you're scared to do the work. And so I'm here calling you out because I love you. 
you're my people and I love my people hard, but you have limiting beliefs that you're telling yourself that are bullshit that you need to break through so you can just do you and reach for a better version of yourself is really where we're at with all of this. (laughs) So when I learned that work though, and I learned that you can just change your thoughts, you can just decide, I don't want to tell myself that story anymore. I don't want to read that story anymore. I ain't co-signing that no more. Cool. Then you change it. Then you can do cool shit and better shit and reach for a better version of yourself or whatever story it is that serves you that you want in your life. You just start telling yourself that story. It's amazing. And it feels so freaking good. So good. So I haven't turned back since. And every once in a while, those limiting beliefs will creep up because they have been such a habit for so long. And you just call yourself out again and you just get back started. That's okay. It happens. We're human. We all are human. It's fine. But this is where my passion comes from. I know how much type, how much this type of work helps. And I know how life-changing it is. And when I say this type of work, what I mean is self-care. What I mean is personal development. Personal development is a fancy word for working on yourself, listening to like this kind of podcast, listening to audiobooks that serve you, um, meditating, just getting curious about how to reach for a better version of yourself. Better version of yourself could be just learning how to freaking go to sleep. It could be drinking water. It could be uh, just, there's so many things. So it's, it's really just finding, um, stuff that serves you, that fills you up, that helps you reach for a better version of yourself and working on your mindset. And that's, that's what this work is. That's what I'm talking about, but it is served me. It's changed my life. So many cool things have come because I started this journey and it's a journey because we always take a couple steps forward life knocks us back. We do like, it's a roller coaster and that's okay, but we keep moving forward. Even if we're inching, even if we're sloth mode, doesn't matter. We keep moving forward. And that's why I want to share it with everyone. And I just am like pumped about it. So that's why I want to share it. I I think that um, the more people I can keep giving this message to, the more people that I can serve and impact and, and the better this world can become, right? I've got this calling on my heart, ladies. I want to serve women. Younger, older, doesn't matter. I've got the skill set to serve all these ages with my elementary school teacher background. And I think that that kind of helps me simplify. I also think that's that's how I've found a way to be, quote, successful with this. And by successful, I mean like I didn't just say, oh, yep, I fell off the wagon and now I'm just never getting back on. I, I think that's why I keep standing up and getting back on and why I keep moving forward and why I, when someone gives me an idea, I'm like, cool, let's, I don't know, make some changes on my website, call it a group and rent a room at the library and make this happen. I think that's why, because I make it simple. I break it down. All of this work is bite-sized chunks and I, and I can help you too. And that's why I get so excited about all this stuff. If I say excited one more time, no, I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, so I'm just trying all the different ways to meet you all where you're at. And then when I find something that sticks, I'm going to keep doing it. So like this podcast, this is an example of that. Y'all keep listening. So I keep these episodes coming. And and I'm so hopeful that you share. Like when you like episodes, do you share these? I hope you share them with your friends or screenshot it or at least tell them to like find me or listen. Like, I hope that that's what you do, but you keep listening and I keep getting feedback from you and I hope you continue to give me feedback 
whether it's like that that episode hit home or gosh, could you really talk about this? I love it all. Send it my way. Um, because it really does, this podcast really lights me up. It's it's like a form of teaching. And teaching is totally something that I was put on this earth to do. So I get to sit in my closet on the floor crisscross and my leg goes numb sometimes and it's all good because I get to fill my own cup just by talking to my imaginary best friend in my closet. It's great. I freaking love it. Um, Speaking of podcast, by the way, I just need to take a side note. I don't know if I shared this with you, but I'm sharing it now. I am going to a podcast conference this week at the end of this week in Orlando And I am just freaking so pumped. I got them. I published my podcast through this web, a platform called Buzzsprout. And they emailed and they were like, hey, we're looking to send podcasters to this conference. We're going to send 130 podcasters. If you're interested, fill out an application. We're going to choose people by the next week. So uh, like I said, I'm in this phase of life where I'm like, if it doesn't kill me, let me try it. Like, okay. It's uncomfortable. Let's lean the fuck in. Like, that's where I'm at right now. And so I filled out an application. And the next week, they're like, you're going to the PodFest conference. And I'm like, holy shitballs, this just got real. So I'm going. I cannot wait to tell you all about it. But I, like, if you start seeing changes in this podcast, it's because I am looking to level up. I am looking to make this even better and bring even more Whatever I bring to you, I hope it's motivation or fire or feeling like you're not alone, but I'm so excited. So stay tuned for that because that's going to be exciting. Anyways, literally though, my mission in life is to serve women and give them the tools that they need to feel their best. And here's what I envision. Like, Women everywhere I turn, everywhere I look to just be like full of confidence because they love themselves and they're proud of who they are and they're lit up because they're doing things that they love and they feel like, dude, I'm in control and if I don't like it, I can change it. And they're glowing because they actually feel good from the inside out. Like that's what I picture. And so then I'm like, ooh, what can I do? What can I create to help women get there, right? Because- we don't just wake up and it happens. I wish we did, but but we actually don't. And we can't, like, find someone who does it all for us either. I, w- I like, totally wish we could, um, but we actually can't. So I'm like, how can I help give tools? How can I help keep working on myself so I can help women work on themselves? And it really all starts with us. It starts with us. So I guess my point of this whole episode, I've kind of rambled, but I've kind of not. Um it all starts with us. It all starts with us and we have to do the work. And that can be hard because it's overwhelming and we don't know where to start. Or it can be frustrating just because we want to freaking skip the process. I just want to get to the results. I don't want to eat the kale. I just want to be 10 pounds lighter. I think a lot of times we want that, right? But here's what's awesome. And you'll learn this through practice. If, if you start using tools and you start trying this stuff out it it really just freaking start but you'll learn this through the practice if you start and you just keep trying it's not even about the results it's really crazy it's not it's once you get started it's actually just like holy cow this is cool like who you become in the process so I have this podcast it's been a year and a half y'all I don't make a single dime from this podcast I don't have like 
millions of followers or listeners, okay? But who I've become since I've started it, I it's been an, an incredible journey. And it lights me up and it makes me happy and it brings me joy. And my goal every day, every time I release a podcast episode is like, okay, if I could just just reach one. I just want one woman today to feel better about her life. And that'd be cool if it's two, but no, really just one. And maybe she likes it so much she shares it with someone. But like, I just want you to know I got you. I just want you to know you're not alone. I just want you to know that we all feel that way sometimes. Or I want you to know that you actually can do that thing. Or, right? Like, that's my goal. And so I actually don't really care if I have millions of followers. Would it be cool? Yeah. But I don't, like, that's not why I hit record every every week. That's not why I sit in my closet and pour my heart out into, you know, this microphone. I don't do that because I'm like, I'm doing it for the followers, man. No, I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you because I want you to know it's possible. I want you to know it doesn't have to be difficult. I want you to know we can break it down and step by step it and, and progress isn't linear. And sometimes moving forward at a sloth pace is the best you've got. And that's all we're here for. We giving it our best and just keep trying. Right. And so I, I just pumped. That's I just am excited. This is my excited. <laughs> this is my excited podcast. Right. I, I just want to help you get started on self-care, whether it's working out nutrition, whether it's coping with anxiety to getting organized um, to self-talk and everything in between. Like I can help and and I really keep working on how can we make this doable? How can we make this really realistic? Because I think there's, okay, you guys, I went to the doctor with Mavi last week. It was her um, 18 month wellness check. Okay. She's got like, I, I guess I'll call it a rash. I don't know, like around her mouth because if it's not a passy, then it's like a lovey. If it's not a lovey, then it's her fingers or she's drooling or whatever because she's just always got something in her mouth and teeth are always coming in. I don't like, do they ever stop? Did the teeth ever stop? Anyways, she got this rash and my pediatrician was like, okay, I'll prescribe you this stuff. I don't know what she prescribed me, but she's like, I don't want to use a steroid because I don't want her young skin to get used to a steroid yet. But she's like, I'll prescribe you this stuff. And we were like, okay, cool. And she's like, so you're going to put it on every night after she's asleep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So, so what you're saying is I wait till this little baby of mine who just recently I don't doesn't go down anymore. And then if she does go down, doesn't stay down anymore. She's been up actually currently right now since 3.42 a.m., but I'm like, per- perfect. So we got this stuff and you're telling me just wait till she goes to sleep. I'm going to then go back in there. I'm going to risk that. And um, I'm going to I'm going to put that on her mouth. Right. And she sleeps face down with her. OK, so that is not the type of strategies that I'm going to teach you or that I will help with. I am like, no, let's do doable. Let's do realistic. Y'all need to create some sort of like ointment or whatever this stuff is that I can just put on my baby. It can go in the eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. She's going to still live and be fine, but it's going to make the stuff go away. All right. That's what I'm trying to do with self-care. That's what I'm trying to do with wanting to be better, whether it's organized or eat better or meal prep or work out or um, help your kid. Right. So that's what I'm here to do. 
we just got to focus on the little things. We got to focus on um, the bite-sized chunks. It doesn't have to be overwhelming and comp- complicated. And we just got to get started. And I think it's helpful if you have people to help you get started, right? And that's me. That's me. So I don't know. I just, that this podcast episode, I was just thinking like, it's a new year, but that doesn't always motivate you. You're older. Great. It's a new year and you're older, but like, that doesn't really motivate us at all. Like you really want to make a change, but that hasn't really helped you yet. You're like, gosh, I really want to. And then it's not happened yet. Right. Um, so if you aren't going to do it for yourself, here's where I'm getting with this. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do you think you could at least do it for her? Her being your daughter or your niece, her being that student in your class or that little neighbor girl. Could you do it for her, the younger version of yourself that you know struggled so much and felt so alone during those years and felt like she had no one to help her? Could you do it for her, that part of you that doesn't feel enough? Could you do it for her, your best friend that you know, if you had a little extra to pour from your cup, she definitely could use a refill. Can you get so connected to your why? Can you bring in an emotional attachment to your why. And if you won't do it for yourself, can you do it for her? Keep showing up with great grace. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you found a takeaway that was helpful for you or something that resonated. I'd love to know if you liked my message. It would be awesome if you would DM me or share this episode and tag me at Katrina McMurtry. We're in this together. You're already doing it. You're making moves. I'm so grateful you're here. Keep being awesome.